Hello and welcome back for episode 39 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have joined us today. We're going to recap Easter today. It was a, it was a great day yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to share um, a top five list with you today for, from each of us that um, I'm pretty excited about. Um, but before we get to that, um, Derek, let's just let's just take a moment and reflect on um, the day yesterday from Easter. Yeah. No, you know, it was just a great day. Yeah. Um, Easter is always a great day anyway. Right. But, you know, it kind of, and I, I don't know what to expect in the following weeks, but it, it kind of was a um, a sigh of relief mm. for me. Yeah. Uh, because it was almost like things <laughs> were normal again. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, folks are still wearing masks. Um not as many as, you know, what we've done in the past, but, um, you know, we're still striving to be distanced and, and, and remaining cautious. But there were a lot, you know, a lot of folks haven't seen in a while, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just, you know, I mean, um, someone came up to me afterwards and said, the the spirit of the Lord was thick mm. in the place, yeah. And so you know, I think that's I think that's a good way to just describe kind of the energy that was there, the movement, yeah, um, of God through song, through uh, through His Word, uh, and so. All in all, good. Any, any takeaways you have? Yeah, no, I thought it was a great day. Um, it's you know. Uh, um, I, I think I've talked about this before, but y- you don't realize how much, uh, like as a leader, I don't, I didn't realize how much um, people being in front of you plays a huge impact in the way that you're able to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yesterday, you know, in two services, having what looked more like pre-pandemic, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just to have people in the room was so good because there there is something and we have talked about this before there's just something that happens when the people of God gather together in a room uh, all going for the same purpose and the spirit moves in that somehow and it's not it's not magical it's the spirit moving it's the holy spirit but but there's something really special that happens when God's people gather to worship and um getting to feel that yesterday for the first time in a long time, to be honest with you, um, was really exciting. Um, and, and I just, I, I really enjoyed, uh, I just really enjoyed the morning. Uh, it was, uh, th- there was a sense of, uh, uh, not even, not excitement's not the right word. It, it there was a happiness in the room mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that was, that was tangible. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that was exciting to get to experience that yesterday. Yeah. I, there's some kind of intangible things too that were great or they're tangible but they're behind the scenes and most yeah, people yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. see that yeah. and so number one you know um every door mm-hmm. had a greeter at it yeah we haven't done that yet um and we had you know just an influx of excitement from first impression team members but also people that aren't currently on there but they're like hey sign me up so yeah. The excitement of people serving, kind of in a in a capacity again, was great. Um, you know, from the from the parking lot, you know, to the time that you sat, you had to come through a sea of people to yeah. get there, and I love that's that. exciting. Yeah, I love that you you know 
we got to ride the go karts, you know, or the <laughs> golf carts. Yeah. Those things like that, the the people, the the, the body of Christ working to be the body of Christ, uh, is exciting to me. Um, and then like something that most people don't know, we had people praying in a room during the eleven o'clock service. Yeah. Just for God to move Absolutely. to work, and most people don't know that. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you who they are because that's right. That's not the point. But I love that. I was approached and said, hey, this is something I would love to do. God's been leading me to do, which is something God has been putting on my heart since before I even came here yeah. to have as a part of a service, you know, as part right. of your church service. Well, and, and I love that there were, you know, on, on any given Sunday, there's a lot of moving parts yeah. that makes a worship service happen. But uh, but especially yesterday where, you know, we had two overflow rooms yesterday mm-hmm. and there were people manning those. And there was there was never a moment in my mind where I was like, I hope things are going okay in there. Yeah, you know, no, it was, it was taken care of, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and, and, you know, like I think about all our tech people and all of the, the um, people who volunteer their time to be on the worship team, to learn mm-hmm. songs, just all of those things that work together that to your point, it is the body of Christ being the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and while that's something that happens every week, it's not something we celebrate mm-hmm. enough, I think. And mm-hmm. so, um, it was just it, it was good to to get to see that yesterday for sure. Yeah, and then you know, just the message of Easter man is just mm. so captivating. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful you know the Lord led us to risen yeah months and months and months ago, and um, led us to this passage of First Corinthians 15. It's not necessarily you know. I mean, it's about the the resurrection, but oftentimes we kind of just look at the story of what happened, right, and what Jesus right. did, mm-hmm. and you know, and, you know, the the ladies coming to put spices on, he's not there, you know, I mean, all that, which is great, but I love Paul's perspective mm-hmm. years later, um, and to kind of capture just how essential resurrection, the yeah. resurrection of Jesus is to everything we do, and Paul Paul does that. Um, and so that's kind of like what I would like to challenge people with mm-hmm. um, today, kind of that handle to hold on to, right. is the verifiability of, mm-hmm. of Scripture, the verifiabil- verifiability of this one act, um, you know, that really hinges, history hinges on, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, Jesus resurrecting uh, from the dead, Um if Jesus was only a rabbi that people followed for three years and then he died, this thing's over, yeah. right? These guys, um, these Galileans, these uneducated men, um, as you know, they said in the book of Acts when they kind of came out with guns a-blazing, I mean, literally tongues of fire blazing yeah. all over them and right. speaking. And they're like, hey, how are these guys speaking in my language? They're from Galilee, right? right? And uh, God used as God often does, uh, a vessel that didn't seem to make sense to the rest of the world to bring about this great change. Mm-hmm. Well, what changed in them, right? Right. I mean, you look at the Garden of uh, Gethsemane, um, you look at, you know, Peter's like, hey, all these rest of these guys are going to deny you, but not me, man, you know, yeah. and and he's the first one yeah, to actually, do it. you're going to be the worst. Yeah, you're yeah. going to do it three times, Yeah, uh, bro, you know, and... and um, and then, like, it literally, they all took off. They literally all scattered. John was the only one to kind of stay nearby. Yeah. And um, and then Jesus dies, and what do they do? They're like, well, I guess I got to go back to fishing, right? Yeah. And so something changed. Something changed. What was it? 
they encountered the risen the resurrected Jesus. Jesus yeah. They encountered they encountered uh, the Savior. Five over five hundred people did, and then I love Paul's like, and I did. Yeah. And if you think about that, it makes it wouldn't make sense for Paul to be who Paul is right. had something not changed in his life. I mean, yeah. he was running hard long after you know. Uh, forget all you guys. This Jesus guy, he's a farce, and you guys are crazy and turn the world upside down. But we're going to stop it. You know, yeah. this is this is heresy. This is this, you know, this is deserving of death. This is this is antithetical to you know true uh, you know religious pursuit of who God is right. and the tr- one true God and, and all this from a Jewish perspective. From a Jewish yeah. perspective, exactly. Yeah. And then what turns for him? And Paul gives us the example of that, and he says this phrase here. He says. Um, Verse 3, for I pass on to you as most important what I also received. And what we see here in this little statement is this this kind of mini creed, if you mm-hmm. will, this yeah. creedal statement that predates the writing of the Gospels, the writing of any of Paul's letters, mm-hmm. um, that something he received, it's close, the closest documented thing, cl- the closest thing to Jesus' actual death, burial, resurrection yeah, yeah. that we have to further verify this thing is real. This thing is true. This thing has ha- happened. Yeah. This Savior is risen. What does he say? Th- that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and then that he appeared, you know, to, to Peter, the Twelve, over 500 brothers and sisters. So Paul is saying this this thing I received, you know, is in actuality what changed my life yeah. and what has changed your life. You know, this Corinthian church yeah. that never should have known these things, you know, had they not been true. And uh, he's reminding them of it. it needs to change you, captivate you. He says, I want to make clear for you, brothers and sisters, the gospel I preach to you, which you received, on which you've taken your stand, by which you are being saved, if you hold to the message I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. And so we have to understand that, believe that, receive that, and live that resurrected yeah. truth, the, re- the, the, the truth of the resurrected, the risen Christ, the risen Savior. He is alive, and it should permeate every aspect of our life, lives. And as it changed those Galileans, as it changed the world, as the world was turned upside down, as Paul, you know, uh, righteous, devout Pharisee, was radically changed by Jesus himself, mm-hmm. then you and I also need to... Um, Believe that. Hold on to that. Stand by that, and and live in that um, daily. So that's to me that that's the whole handle I give to you is that the resurrection is 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 at the very core and center of everything that that we should follow and believe and trust and know and if we do that it will change us and change our lives continually so any thoughts yeah one one of the things that i love about this passage specifically um is that you get to you really get to see a lot of the thought process of paul in this paul was a really smart guy like he was very highly educated prior to prior to coming to faith in christ and you see that in here in that 
Paul is Paul is pleading with the Corinthians, and you see this over and over in his letters. Mm -hmm. He pleads with people, please believe me. Like, and here's why you should believe mm -hmm. me. But I love even here, it, it almost takes like a, it's almost like a courtroom scene in my mm -hmm. mind that he's like, listen, it, th this is why you should believe me. But hey, listen, if you don't believe me, here's evidence. I have, yeah. I can bring over 500 witnesses yeah. into this courtroom yeah. to verify. Some of the, most of them are still living today, yeah, he says. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I could bring them all in here and they march before you and they will testify to the truth that they saw mm -hmm. Jesus after he had died on the cross. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and to me, that that's really encouraging and exciting because it it proves even in the first century, because this is this is not that long after Jesus died, mm -hmm. you know, that even in the first century that there were people who questioned, is it what what's this all about? Mm -hmm. um, but there's evidence there, and there there's there's um, uh, verifiable truth for us to go back and look and mm -hmm. see that this was a real thing. It's not just something that. 12 guys in ancient Israel made up and then somehow it has made its way here 2,000 years later. Yeah. Um, that it, this is a real thing, that Jesus really was on the earth, that he really did die on the cross and he really did raise from the dead uh, victorious over sin. And, um, and you know, I, to, to your point earlier, you talked about how, like, you know, the story, we all know the story of Easter morning, uh, but... I get excited about, I, I do get excited about that. Don't hear me saying that I don't get excited about the resurrection of Jesus. But I get excited about seeing his followers, the complete and total shift in their lives afterwards. Mm -hmm. That if, if this was if this was something to, you said this yesterday, if it was just a farce, if it was something that somebody just made up, these men would not have given their lives mm -hmm. for it. These men would not have changed so radically in their lives. And um, and that that's encouraging to me mm -hmm. uh, as a follower of Christ now that... Um, that it, it, this is not just something that I'm wasting my time with. No, yeah. So. Or even Paul said, like, if Christ isn't raised, then we, everything we're doing is in vain. Yeah. We might as well quit. We are the most to be pitied, <laughs> yeah. as he yeah. says. Yeah. And so, you know, these these things that are in this passage and, and, and about the resurrection are are not easily refutable right. by skeptics today. I mean, they're not refutable, but but you know, yeah, not even easily argued against. Right, yeah. right, right. So. Um, like one, one of this, even by atheists, uh, there are there are scholars, uh, biblical scholars that are actually atheists. Mm -hmm. One is uh, Bart Ehrman. Like he doesn't deny that this statement was it predates the scriptures. It's like the closest thing mm -hmm. to it. So, it there something like that is so you know like as if you know something written thirty years after. An event. I mean, that's right. kind of how things work. Right. But right. even if that's not good enough, well, here's this statement, yeah. this creedal statement that Paul that received Paul from in. others in the church that were living at the time, and states, "Hey, some of these people are still living. You know, that they right. gave me this, that saw this, that re received this, that experienced it. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, um, even if you're skeptical about. Christianity and some of the things that are, you know, we believe in the Bible, you know, and, you know people right. point out the consistencies or this or whatever. All, all that to be said, you have to do something with this claim. Yeah. And you have to do something with the fact that these people continued to carry this on. Right. And it's like Paul said, if, if, if Christ doesn't raise, none of this makes sense. Right. We shouldn't even be here. Yeah. And, and you can't just say, like, as, as a skeptic, you can't say, oh, that's silly and just mm -hmm. discount it because... 
it, it wouldn't have such a incredible impact on world history right. if it was just a silly statement that a few people came up with. And Jesus is a his, it's irrefutable that he's a historical yeah, figure. Absolutely. It's um no one refutes that. Yeah. It's irrefutable that uh, he he uh, was a had a political movement, you know, or whatever they may call it. Yeah. And that he died. Those those are Thing, the things that are mm-hmm. undeniable. Right. Verified by many sources. That's right. From yeah. from history. Many more than what you would expect Not from just any other yeah. story. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, uh, the fact that people followed and believed that he rose from the dead is, mm-hmm. it's not refutable. You, you, right. That is verifiable evidence yeah. now. And there's no one else who has a following. Like no, that. you can try to dream those things away or, you know, say, well, it's probably because of this or that or whatever. But you have to do something with it. Yeah. Now, we as, as Christians believe the, the account. And when we do, that's the thing. It's not just like a, a knowledge in my head. Yeah. It, it, if you really encounter it and really encounter Jesus, then it will and it should rearrange our lives yeah, and change them as absolutely. it did these people. Absolutely. So um, I would say, you know, uh, know more about it. Think more about it. Ponder more about what Christ did. Yeah. And as we do, it will change us. It will rearrange us and make us mm-hmm. new every day. So. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, um, let's transition into something a little different. Um, exercise that I'm really excited about, but was also very difficult for me. Okay. <laughs> um, just because there's so much. But um, mm-hmm. so we wanted to share with you our top five worship songs, like our, our top five songs that we worship to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think really that's a misnomer from the get go because uh, <laughs> my list will change tomorrow. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. It'll change tomorrow. <laughs> it, it, my list will change when we get done and I'll go, oh, I should have put this yes. one in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, th- these are just, these are to me, these are five songs. Maybe a better way to put this is five songs that have had an impact on yeah, me. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Let, let's say that. Scratch everything you just heard. <laughs> These are five songs that have had a huge impact on myself and on Derek, and uh, we we um, created these apart from each other. And I don't, I don't. I'm just glancing at your list. I don't think we have any overlap, but yeah. um, but there was there was really no criteria for this. It wasn't that they had to be mm-hmm. newer or older or anything. It was just here's five songs that we worship to, and. I'm not going to get, mine are not in any particular order. They're just numbered one through five because these were the, that was the order that they popped into my head. So, um, but I, I'm going to, um, do you want to do the back and forth or you yeah, want to just share so. our list? Okay. So I kind of cheated. I, I brought all the lyrics with me um, <laughs> and because I, I wanted to share why I loved these songs. Okay. Um, the first song uh, that, that I love is um, the hymn, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is, uh, you know, praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. And um, I just, it, it's a fun melody to me, first off. But mm-hmm. then secondly, there's, um, th- th- this is one of those hymns that has a lot of verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but particularly verse three and verse five speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to read it to you. So verse three says, praise to the Lord who doth prosper thy work and defend thee. Surely his goodness and mercy here daily attend thee. Ponder anew what the almighty can do if with his love he befriend thee. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just that idea of um, we we have a God who is a creator still. Mm-hmm. He's still creating new things. Um, and to, to think, I, I love that, that um, 
that uh, sort of direction of, hey, ponder anew what God can do. Think, mm-hmm. think what new things God could do if, if, you, uh, if his love befriends you, um, which I just, I love that, that picture, that mental picture. And then verse five, it says this, praise to the Lord, O let all that is in me adore him. All that hath life and breath, come now with praises before him. Let the amen sound from his people again. Gladly for all we adore him. And um, I just, I love the the picture again that, that the writer paints there of let the amen sound from God's people again. That um, let us just let us praise God for everything that he does. Um, and, and let us, let us just adore him. And I think that's something that we don't slow down enough to do nowadays in, in mm-hmm. modern, uh, modern times is that we're, we're so rush, 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 rush. And, um, and this, this hymn writer is saying, Hey, let's just, let's slow down for just a second and let's just ponder and think about all that God does and let it, let it cause us to worship him all the more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so praise to the Lord, the almighty is, is my first song there. Good. Yeah. I would say my criteria, you know, part of my criteria as I thought about it, you know, just a few minutes ago, um, <laughs> was like, what songs move me or have moved me mm-hmm. in worship to, you know, like, so, uh, and then like some that I continually go back to, um, with, with that so my first one is um lord i need you mm. um i've i've worshiped uh in my house <laughs> at church um you know walking thinking you know i mean yeah. constantly it's just a simple prayer uh that i've learned i've learned to pray yeah. throughout the years and, and really um since my dad's passing, um, to, to acknowledge, um, I can't make it through today mm. without God's help. Yeah. Right. So that just that that simple prayer to God, God, I need you, Lord, I need you, every hour I need you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, um, that is um, a powerful declaration. Um, to acknowledge my inadequacies, uh, my inabilities, mm. and just say I can't get any of those things anywhere else but God. Yeah. So, um, that that's that is one I've worshipped to a lot, and it's just moved me as I, I think about it and sing about it. Yeah, so. absolutely, great song. Yeah, I, I love I love that song, and you're right. It is like a um, it's like a prayer. That, mm-hmm. And I think some of the greatest songs are like that. Mm-hmm, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's just a conversation with God and. And um, yeah, they, they're they're impactful for mm-hmm. sure. Um, my second song is a song called "Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble" um, by a band called Delirious um, from the '90s. Um, but it's just um, it, it's this it's like a, a conversation between people at church, basically. And um, he's just asking the question, like when when we encountered God, didn't you feel all these things happening? Mm-hmm. And so he's mm-hmm. like, "Did you feel the mountains tremble? Did you hear the oceans roar?" When the people rose to sing of Jesus Christ, the risen one, did wasn't there something that happened there? Like, mm-hmm. let's celebrate that. Um, and then it turns from, and I think some of the best songs throughout history do this. They, they turn from it's a conversation between church people. 
to it's a conversation with God. And mm-hmm. so it changes from it's like, hey, let's remind each other of how, how great God is. And then it turns to God and says, and we can see that, God, you're moving. Mm-hmm. A, a mighty river through the nations, young and old, turn to Jesus. We're going to fling wide the heavenly gates and prepare mm-hmm. the way of the risen mm-hmm. Lord. And um, and so it's just like this. It's like this explosion of celebration for how mm-hmm. great. Look, God is moving and working, and we can see it and we feel it, uh, and it's something to celebrate. Um, and so the chorus says, open up the doors, let the music play, let the streets resound with singing, songs that bring your hope, songs that bring your joy, and dancers who dance upon injustice. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just that that idea of God's people seeing how God works, and then we just respond with exuberant celebration, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that, and I and I want I want to do that, and so mm-hmm. if there's a song that helps me do that, I, I love that song now, and um, and so uh, it's just a it's a great song of celebration of just look at how good God is, and look mm-hmm. at how He's at work in the world, and look how we as His people get to prepare the way for Him. Um, each and every day of our lives, which is just a cool, that's a cool celebration to me. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so my second song is Great is Thy Faithfulness. Mm. Um, there was this sweet lady, Madge Robinson, who sang this, and she had this, um, it was a beautiful voice, but kind of this um, unique kind of um not raspy but kind of thing to her voice anyway i love <laughs> i love what you know she would sing in church all the time at the church i grew up in new georgia mm-hmm. and um her her song her go-to song was beulah land which mm. you know um that's special to our family my mom loves it my, i sang at my uncle's funeral uh when i was 15 i think so uh but she also sang great as a faithfulness i i just loved it and i loved i mean I love the sound of it, but I love sure. the words behind it. You know, great is thy faithfulness, O Lord, our Father. You know, it's it's just acknowledging how faithful He is to love us, kind He is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I love that song. Um, uh, I, I remember, you know, hearing her sing it so many times, and then just kind of really thinking about the lyrics and the, 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 the words to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just so good. So yeah. that's my second song. Cool. All right. My, um, my third song is a newer song, um, a song called promises, uh, by a group called Maverick city music. Um, and it's, it's right on the heels of uh, great is thy faithfulness. Just the course of the song is great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness to me. From the rising sun to the setting same, I will praise your name. Great is your faithfulness to me. And um, and I think that we we would be, um, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to remind or to say that we, we all need reminding of that from time to time. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. You have days where nothing goes right or it seems like everybody's against you. And <laughs> so you need a reminder that God, God is faithful mm-hmm. to you. And... Um, and it's just it, the the chorus or the verses just recount God. You know, he says, "God of Abraham, you're the God of covenant, of faithful promises. Time and time again, you've proven that you would do just what you say." Mm-hmm. Um, and and then second verse is, "God from age to age, through the though the earth may pass away, your word remains the same. Your history can prove there's nothing you can't do. You're faithful and true." Um, and then the the real the real sort of like 
the crescendo of this song is the bridge. And it says, I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor to the ground, my hope and firm foundation. He'll never let me down. Um, and there, there have been several times in my life where I have needed that declaration, that Jesus is what anchors me, that in a sea that is tossed about and, and I'm a boat that it just feels like it's flopping around in the sea that is life, um, Jesus is the thing that anchors me and that I can that I can trust in that He's not going to let me down, um, and it's it just a just a great reminder of God's faithfulness to us. Um, to to your point, it's like a um, it's like a, an older version of that and a newer version of that mm-hmm. saying the same thing that God God is faithful and true to us. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. Yeah, my third song is uh, "Blessed Assurance." Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I struggled with doubt uh, about my salvation for a long time. So I was saved at six, um, you know, 12, 13-ish, you know, kind of, um, you know, conviction of sin, conviction mm-hmm. of things in my life um, that shouldn't be there, uh, rededicated my life. I ended up getting baptized again because I wasn't sure that mm. I get my baptism out of whack with my salvation <laughs> yeah. and you know stuff like that. Um, struggled with doubt a lot. Um, you know, this song became to me um, kind of that that realization that my salvation is not dependent upon me. Mm. And that's really what I was struggling with was like in some weird way figuring thinking I could keep or lose, you know, yeah. by what I did or didn't do. But that I have blessed assurance in him. Um I love that. I love the line, um, perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my savior am happy and blessed, mm-hmm. watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with his goodness, lost in his love, and so mm-hmm. I love that line. It's very, very uh, meaningful to me, emotional to me when I sing it, and yeah. that I that I I want to be lost in him, yeah. lost in his love, and uh, and assured of my where I am with him. You know, uh, yeah. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine you know it's just like man i am i am saved by jesus uh he is mine yeah and i can be lost in his love so absolutely yeah that's that's um it's cool where it's almost like we're we we prepared together but we didn't um Mm -hmm. because my my next song is a hymn called satisfied by clara williams is written uh in the late 1800s um but I, I love this um, this chorus, uh, which is, it's this incredible declaration of thankfulness to Jesus, but it also makes a huge theological statement mm-hmm. um, where she, she writes, Hallelujah, he has found me, the one my soul so long has craved. Jesus, Jesus satisfies all my longings through his blood. I now am saved. I now am saved. Um, and just this idea of, or not idea, but this truth that we we were apart from Christ, we are lost, and we don't even know that we're lost. Mm-hmm. And Jesus comes to find us and rescue us, 
in a moment when we don't even realize that we need to be rescued. Mm -hmm. We know something's wrong, but we don't know what it is. And Jesus comes and plucks us out of that. But this, this, um, just that thought of the one my soul so long has craved. And I think apart from Christ, we, we, we know that there's this longing in our soul Mm -hmm. that our soul craves something and we try to fill that with a million other things than jesus and the only thing that will satisfy that is jesus Mm -hmm. um and it tells the story that through the verses that you know all my life i've had a longing for a drink from some cool spring that i hoped would quench the burning of the thirst i felt within and um and and i i feel that like Mm -hmm. i i know what that feels like and um and so to to have uh, a song that just um, gives voice to this thing that we all feel is, I think that's really important mm-hmm. um, to have those kind of songs. And um, so Satisfied is, is the one um, that I, I, every time I hear that song, I, that that's a, that's a worship song for me, man. It's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. yes, I feel this. I know this. So. That's good. My fourth song mm-hmm. is uh, our new song called The Blessing, which is actually an old song because it's a really old song. It's scripture. (laughs) Um, But, and I love that. I love love singing scripture. I love praying scripture. So, uh, Carrie Job and Cody Carnes Mm -hmm. um, recently composed this one. Husband and wife. Yeah, they're husband and wife. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know, I've heard other people sing it, but it's just the best with them. And I... This is just a song I've turned on a lot lately mm-hmm. and just um, listened to, uh, cried to, um, just, you know, kind of sat under and, and washed over uh, me. So um, I, I like it. I, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't. I don't know much more than that. Yeah. I just. I. I enjoy sitting, listening to it on repeat, and um, um, asking for the Lord's blessing and favor in my life. You yeah. Know? So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, my uh, my last one that I want to share is a song called "Knowing You," um, and it's just about. Uh, it's about the, the feeling that we get from knowing Jesus, that um, knowing you, Jesus, knowing you, there is no greater thing. You're my all. You're the best. You're my joy, my righteousness, and I love you, Lord. Um, and and for for people who are followers of Christ, you know exactly what that what you're saying there. Like, that gives voice. That's so true. Like, yes, and there is nothing better than knowing the Lord. And um, the just the the thought at the first verse says all I once held dear and built my life upon all this world reveres and wars to own all I once thought gain I've counted loss spent and worthless now compared to this and that's it's really a a take on the words of Paul from Mm -hmm. from Philippians that everything in life pales in comparison to knowing Christ Mm -hmm. and and to making him known and and um, just to be able to voice that um, I I, I love that that idea Um, just turn that on and, and knowing Jesus that you're my all, you're the best is it seems like such a inadequate word, but mm-hmm. we don't really have human words to mm-hmm. describe what it's like to know Jesus and um, 
And so I, I just love that song. That's been a song that I've gone back to over the years that it just meant a lot to me. That's good. Yeah. Uh, my final song is a new song, another new song. Um, and it's just one I've, I've played a lot lately. Um, just studying, sitting there, uh, times of prayer or whatever. And that's the new song, Holy Water. Um, mm. And I like it. I mean, it's got a, it's just a neat sound yeah, right. to it, which is, is part of why I began listening to it. But but uh, it's kind of the same thing as the blessing. Like sometimes I'll just, I'll, you know, do a YouTube playlist of those two songs, a couple other songs, and just kind of sit there and like just let it repeat. And, um, and so... I like that song a lot. Yeah, it's a fun song too. Is, yeah, yeah, Holy Water is a fun song. Cool. So, oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? No. no. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we would love to know what is your favorite worship song. What what um, what is a song that you just turn on and just listen to on repeat? Um, to your point, um, that it just speaks to you and it helps you to worship, helps you feel closer to God. Uh, we'd love we'd love to know that. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life. Uh, or you can comment on this YouTube video. We would love to know. Um, there may be something in the future, uh, in the not-too-distant future, where we will use some of those songs uh, to help us on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I was going to say there's a, there's a method to our madness here right. a little bit, and that yeah. um, we would like to hear what people's favorite songs are because that will be used on Sunday mornings. Uh, That's right. In, in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a uh, series that we're going to do this summer. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we need your input. Yeah. We need your input there. Um, but thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope that you will uh, share this with everybody so that they can hear it as well. Uh, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path. <laughs>